they talk about it. Welcome, welcome back to She Can Talk, but episode three of Urban Celebrity Crime Series. And so this is a series that has really been taken off. It's a sub-series of my She Can Talk, the podcast. Um, episode three, the first episode was about High Five. The second episode was about the Fugees. They're currently up and streaming now, if you want to check those out. This episode is not about a musician, but it's still an urban celebrity, right? In sports. And um, of course, we're going to go from the least crime to the most heinous crime. In this case, I'm kind of like, well, I don't even know which one is more heinous. So there you go. But um, not violent. So I'm happy about that. No death. I'm happy about that. But traumatizing and disturbing nonetheless. Okay, so here we go. Some people might not even consider it a crime, but there were some arrests made. So there you go. So let's start out. I'm talking about, as you can see from the episode, Dwight Howard. He is a former NBA basketball player. Um, I'm I'm not really into sports like that to say, oh, yeah, I remember him from this, that, and a third. The reason how I became familiar with Dwight Howard was his baby mother, Royce Reed, became a basketball wife on that show on VH1 years ago. And come to find out, he played for the Orlando Magics and... She was like a cheerleader. So there you go. So I heard about them there first, right? And if you are, unless you are living under a rock, you should be somewhat sort of familiar with him in the news these days. He has been accused of some very interesting things. But we're going to go back a little bit. So he, when he first came into the NBA, they showed him as, first of all, he came out of like, I want to say Christian Academy or a Christian college, maybe a college that was, you know, gearing its students up to become pastors and reverends and nuns. I don't know, allegedly, but he went to a very Christian school or a very religious college. From there, he, or high school, I don't even think he went to college. I think he went to a Christian Academy high school, and then went in straight into the NBA. Um, when he came into the NBA, he was like a teenager, like maybe freshly 18, Bible toting. He would walk with his Bible. You know how you have that shot where you see all the players walking down the hall, getting ready to go into the locker room, and you see like their outfits, their pregame outfits. You could just kind of see a little bit of their personality before they get dressed into uniform and play. You would see visions or videos, I would say, of him walking with his Bible. They said at one point in time, his goal was to change out the NBA logo and replace it with a Bible and a cross or something like that. With the bas- or, or, or excuse me, a cross with a basketball hoop. I think that's what he said he wanted to do. To bring religion and awareness of religion to the game of basketball. Very interesting, right? Oh, I forgot to tell you, he was also a virgin when he came in. So this is the makings of greatness, right? In some people's eyes, like, man, he's innocent. He's 
in touch with his spirituality. He's a virgin, so he recognizes his virtue and his worth. And he walks with his Bible like this is great, you know, great image. Fast forward how many years later, he's not even playing in the NBA. And he's physically, his physique, he's in the best shape of his life. Like, I'm not even going to lie to you and tell you that he's not. He's amazing looking, you know. And um, why isn't he playing, right? So that's the question that I guess a lot of people were saying. Like, how is this man who's still at the peak of, of playing abilities is not playing, Dude is in shape. I've seen, um, I think it's James Harden post-pandemic. Like, dude, if I would have seen him walking down the street, you could have never told me he was a basketball player. The way he looked after, you know, the pandemic or whatever. He's in better shape than that, Um, Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard looks like he doesn't miss a beat. He still eats healthy. He still got a regimen that he follows. He looks great. So why isn't he not playing? Why aren't NBA teams knocking down his door? They should be having rumbles in the jungles trying to get to him to get them to sign to him, right? So it had to be something a little bit deeper. So easily, you know, and I'm going to throw alleged. So everything I say from this point on is alleged. Because like I always tell you, I don't have a dog in a race. And I don't have lawyers. <laughs> but um, don't try me because I will get some. But anyway, um, this is all alleged. I'm not throwing anyone under the bus. I'm just, you know how I always tell you, I come from an observant standpoint. So from this standpoint, I'm like, Dude is amazing. He looks amazing. I liked, um, it was a lot of controversy recently about a video where he had his children exercising and he was pushing them beyond their limits. Like the little boy was crying and he was like, I can, I can. And he was like, you could do it. You could do it. A lot of people, a lot of women in particular were like, oh, that's abuse. He's doing them wrong. Blah, blah, blah. Even though I'm a woman, I was raised like that. Like, there was no one that was like, oh, take time with her because she's a girl. No, they roughed me the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? My mom probably was the biggest one to, to rough me up. So I think, my, I'm not going to say I think. I know because of my upbringing and coupled with life experiences or life expectations versus life experience. I think my, my personal empathy threshold is low. You know, I don't think I really look at stuff like what Dwight Howard did with his son, as far as pushing him to exercise. I don't think that was bad at all. Fucking teach these kids to be strong because guess what? They will be, able to deal with this society that large but if you're like oh no oh no oh no oh no it'll get hard for them you know what I'm saying and that's what I'm saying like I've had moments where I was vulnerable and I was like I can't I can't do this yo my god and no one took sympathy on me they was like listen if you can't do it then it ain't getting done but other than that that's what you got to do and I had to suck it up buttercup and do it right so I, that video is not a crime and that video is not part of this um episode today but I noticed that a lot of women were upset about that but maybe in that regard I kind of 
think like a man where I'm like, yo, I get it. Fucking rough these kids up. I don't want no soft ass kids around me and definitely not no boys. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I get it. So that's not nothing to write home about. But in the midst of him putting up videos about being a great father, other pieces of information started to come out. All right. So as we get into it, because I heard that dude does not play around with his name and he would go in and sue a mofo. I don't have no dog in this race. No one is paying me. I'm just giving you my observations from my point of view. So in any way possible, I don't want no one to hold it against me. Okay, what I'm about to say. So anyway, I believe it was 2018, right? 2018. And before we go there, let me let me go through the uh, other little bit of questionable activity that happened. So it's video footage of him when he was still in the NBA. I don't know what exact year it was, but he's walking to the sideline. He's a couple of other players sitting there and he sits down next to a dude, grabs his fucking junk and sits down. The dude jumps apparently uncomfortable, but then when he looks up and sees that is Dwight Howard, he just kind of like, you know, like, man, this nigga, you know, type of thing. But he didn't, it didn't manifest or escalate into anything else from there. It could be because he was on TV. It could be because he was like, hey, I'm going to maintain professionalism. Or could be Dwight Howard, you know, had something over him from before because I didn't understand that video. Um, another video showed up where he was um, being interviewed after a game and it was a female you know, reporter, a woman reporter. And she was like, Hey, what do you think, you know, strategies or whatever? Like what, what caused the win or whatever? And he's like, it's all about the D you have to lead with the D everything starts and end with the D the D the D the D. So there's another guy in the video looking at him. Like, I cannot believe you're saying this. You know what I'm saying? Like, Oh my God. To the point that he walks off the camera, like, yo, this is crazy. You know, coupled with a couple more antics. And you can just go online. They have like compilations of his antics, which always tend to be sexual in nature. They always tend to be like, um, yeah, sexual in nature. And that could be a little questionable because you're like, well, why is all of your jokes sexual in nature? Because after a while, I know me personally, I'll start looking at you like you're a predator. Because that's what predators do. They'll start testing you like, oh, I'm going to grab your ass. Oh, uh, you didn't do nothing. Okay, now I'm going to grab your titty. Oh, you didn't do nothing. I'm grabbing your pussy. You know what I'm saying? Like predatorial. They, t- they take steps to see how far they can go with you, you know, up the ladder. So it's a lot of that out there, like documented that he has done over this time. Right? So... It depends on which circles you were in in 2018 when Mason Elijah brought forth some hard evidence to support their claim that they were in an alleged relationship with, at the time, he was playing for the Washington Wizards, Dwight Howard. Um, So what this person did, and um, because I don't, 
like honestly, Mason and Laje is very pretty in the face. You know, so when I saw their pictures and I actually saw them speaking on the matter, I wasn't even like, what the fuck is Dwight Howard doing? No, I was like, I can see this. I'm not surprised because they're, you know, their demeanor, their mannerisms, very feminine hair, nice, healthy, beautiful skin given it's given femininity, you know? And, um, but he is a gay man. I don't know if he's transgendered or not, but I do know they recognize as themselves as being gay. And, um, he said he was in, or they said, cause I don't want to mess up anyone's things. They said that they were in a years or multiple years long relationship with Dwight Howard. They would go to sex parties. They would go out. They were a couple except his family didn't know about this person. His kids might've seen this person, but they didn't realize in what capacity this person was available to their father type of thing. And um, overall, his colleagues and, you know, mates, teammates, no one knew about this person, right? So they were dating, everything was fine. Now, fast forward, you know, they went ahead and, you know, had a couple of situations or whatever, you know, he now just said, well, I don't really, cause this is all alleged and I'm giving you my paraphrase and I'm not giving you the verbatim, but something happened. And he said, you know what? I don't want to date you anymore. Mason Elijah said to Dwight Howard, I don't want to date you anymore because you are you like you're ashamed of who you are like I don't want to be with someone that's not real with themselves right and so so in fact Dwight Howard even says that he is free when Elijah suggested that Howard be more honest about his dating preference right so you could see it was like he was like you know I'm free meaning that you know like I'm willing to try some things but I don't want to put a label on it right and I guess because Mason Elijah was really you know in love with him or hoping that the relationship could be more than what it was he was like no I'm willing to end this because I don't want to deal with someone or be with someone who's ashamed to be with me so yeah so anyway he decided to break it off Mason Elijah did uh, allegedly, after that time, Dwight Howard, amongst maybe some of his colleagues, he even, Mason Elijah even said that Dwight Howard pastor reached out to them and was basically harassing him into signing a NDA, a non-disclosure agreement, basically saying that you cannot talk about this relationship with anyone. Right. He said, no, he's not going to do that because, you know, I guess and this is my opinion. This is not Mason, you know, but I mean, think about it. I was already with you for like two years on the down low. You know, and I'm not talking about down low as being gay or anything down low, meaning that no one knows about it. We don't have a public relationship. And then I decide to move on. And then you go, oh, no. You got to sign a non-disclosure. In addition to you not being able to talk and, and be out and about proud in our relationship, I don't want you talking about this at all after the relationship is over. Like, that's a blow. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
I could see where he was like, no, nah, I'm not doing that shit. You bugging out. And to me, honestly, it just depends on which circle you're in. I don't think that it would have mattered, right? Like if he didn't sign the disclosure and he decided to be like, hey, I dated Dwight Howard, that would be up for for whomever to believe, right? It's like, okay, you got your proof, whatever, whatever, but Dwight didn't say that. So I'm not going to sit here and give you 100% of the play and not give him benefit of the doubt. You know, it could go either way. <clears throat> but the NDA and um, the harassment was a little too much, right? But even in 2018, when this person came out and said, hey, I was in a relationship with him. I'm being harassed because I won't sign an NDA. Boom, boom, boom. It rang similar to some of his baby mother's interactions and experiences with him in particular Royce Reed which we'll circle back to her in a minute so I personally was like well hey I don't know about this I don't follow Dwight Howard or any of these people but I do remember he made his baby mother sign an NDA and he gave her hell and sued her for a few things so me just on the outside looking in I'm like well why does this dude like make everybody sign NDAs like what type of weird circusry is going on in the bedroom why we got to sign an NDA about it like yo like I get it it's celebrities that date celebrities and non-celebrities the breakup happens they move on you know and if there is an NDA or whatever it's not even discussed like you just don't know about it right because that's what an NDA is supposed to be like supposed to stop you from talking and you move on and you don't even know like oh shit so-and-so broke up with so-and-so and no one's the wiser about whose bedroom was what right so um yeah so that was 2018 Mason Elijah um actually after all of that he went and filed charges you know, for harassment and sued him. And there's an ongoing case right now about harassment against Dwight Howard and several of his colleagues, including his church pastor. What? For harassment. Why so much harassment? If to me also, you know, people lie, right? So people would lie and say they fucked you, never seen you in person a day in your life. People would lie and say you did this to them knowing that it was the other way around. So I know people lie and you got to move with discernment to be like, mm, it's up to me to judge how I feel about the information being given to me. Right. But, you know, when it came down to to this incident, I was like, it's a little, it's a little more to it because the dude went to to court like and some people that oh it's clout and a lot of people was like oh it's clout chasing he's just trying to sue him get some money that's how they do and then because he was a gay man it was even further like oh he's clout chasing he's just doing this to get attention and I was like the guy doesn't really I, I digress I retract that I don't want to say the guy one of the person Mason Elage does not strike me as um a clout chaser he he they didn't you know so that's just my opinion but anyway the one thing I've learned 
rich and poor or rich versus poor, when you're going up to bat against someone that has a long pocket or long pockets and you're trying to sue them or get some type of, they can drag that shit out forever. I know I've heard people with money say they don't even realize I'm about to drag this shit out until they 401k is cashed out and I own everything. And guess what? They'll never get a judgment on me. And I've seen it happen. Right. So this case is no different because that happened in 2018 and that case has not seen any resolution as of yet. It's been put off, put off, extended, extended, you know, put off. So it's nothing. So that was 18, 19, 21, two, three, so five years, five years. And in 2020, um, Dwight Howard went or made a, a mo- like a motion to drop or throw the case out of court. And then the judge reviewed everything and said, no, this is a valid case and we're going to continue going. So of course there's been more extensions, extensions since then. But, um, you kind of hear about that less and less until this recent situation. So let's go now. 2023. Here we are five years later, another person, has accused Dwight Howard of, but this case is a little bit different. The other guy was saying, hey, he was harassing me because I wouldn't sign the NDA. This guy said, hey, he basically assaulted me sexually because I didn't want to cooperate with what was going on. So I said, okay, a lot of people, myself included, thought it was the same case, thought it was the same person, Mason Elage, who had this issue with Dwight Howard. But in fact, it's a completely different case, a completely different person or victim, same aggressor, Dwight Howard. So now, 2023... The people that were like, man, that's some bullshit in 2018, the ears perked up in 2023. Like, wait, so wait a minute now. So this is not the same case. This is something else. Yes. So hear me now. And to me, it depends on which circles you go into. But allegedly, I I would think this is a crime. So he met a guy named and, you know, because I don't like to butcher stuff. His name allegedly is Stephen Harper. So it's not Mason Elage. Remember, Mason Elage was from 2018 and that case is still ongoing. But Stephen Harper, and I want to say this was last year, 2022, allegedly, he met Dwight Howard on the internet and they spoke back and forth, you know, in each other's DMs, flirting and, you know, kind of setting up the, lining up the kill, right? And they, after, I guess, a couple of times communicating back and forth, they agreed on a place and time to meet. And he went to meet him. When he got there, you know, seemed a little off, whatever. But he'd be like, all right, cool. I'm going to be comfortable. Then out comes Kitty. <laughs> and um, I don't know, like, it just depends on who you hear describe the kitty situation it can be comical but um my favorite one was cam so cam and mace have a podcast about sports i think it's called it is what it is shout out to them and he was they were talking about this scenario with dwight howard of course as they should because that's in their realm of sports and 
Cameron was like, so let me make sure I understand it. So dude went over there to see Dwight Howard so they could do whatever. Then Kitty came out and he was like, Dwight was like, yo, this Kitty, don't worry about it. We're going to have a good time. I thought that was so funny. But you got to hear Cam say it. It's funnier. So anyway, um, Stephen Harper, who was in, he's an openly gay man and he was into Dwight Howard, was not into a threesome with another man a transgendered man named Kitty. So he was like, no, I want to leave. And then from there, Dwight Howard allegedly became more sexually aggressive towards him, basically forced him into some sex acts. And then the part of that, they consider that, you know, that the law is considering like kidnapping or held hostage or whatever, or captive was because he wanted to take a Uber home and Dwight Howard told him he can't take an Uber home and forced him to stay and then made Kitty take him home. Then when Kitty took him home, allegedly, he said that Kitty threatened him. Like, don't, you know, because we'll come looking for you if you got anything to say about this to anyone. So while the former NBA player admits to, well, before we go there. So he files a court case against him for the assault. And he said, you know, he tried to kick it the same way initially. Like, oh, I don't know this dude, never met dude a day in my life. This is a lie. It's just people trying to get money from me. The dude came with receipts. Now, Mason Elage had receipts as well from 2018. So I'm not saying he doesn't because he has a valid case in court right now. And the judge said it's valid because he had receipts. This guy, Stephen Harper, also has receipts. His receipts were so in-depth, it had further proved it was a valid case. That coupled with harassment from the previous case, I think this made his case a little bit stronger. So um, now, Dwight Howard had some talking to do or some fessing up to do. And he basically agreed. So the former NBA NBA player, excuse me, he admits to engaging in sexual activity with the alleged victim. He is denying, however, that the man's claims of assaulting him and trying to force him into a threesome with a third party named Kitty, that didn't happen. The dude that was the victim, Stephen Harper, found Kitty, I guess, online, put her pictures up like, this is Kitty. This happened to me. Trust me. Boom, boom, boom. Right. Um, so it's a lawsuit that he's basically suing him for this. It's not really a, a a crime like he didn't get arrested for this. Right. But it's a lawsuit. Right. Coupled with all of his other be- questionable behavior from the jokes that he did to his teammates, from Mason Elage's claim for harassment because of the non-NDA or the NDA that he would not sign. Then bringing it up today to Stephen Harper and Kitty, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. You know, like how many times do the same thing have to happen before you can say, yeah, this is what it is, right? Now, this is not my opinion. Well, excuse me. This is my opinion. I always say that. This is, I have no horse in this race, right? So I don't want to see a guy like Dwight Howard get taken out because of his sexual preference. No, like, no. At the same time, I don't want to see Stephen Harper or Mason Elage not get the justice they need because 
you know, if they were really victims, they need to have real justice, right? So it, it's that's how I feel about both sides of the fence. But to me, it goes a little bit deeper now because you're like, yeah, these are crimes, but these are really more so like lawsuits. You know, these aren't really crimes. It depends on how you look at them. Forcing someone to do something against their will is a crime, you know? Some people, depending on what circles you're in, some people might be like, oh, those are men. It's not a crime. Yes, it is. You know, and then some men are even more traumatized. Like you see a lot of memes and videos and jokes right now. You go on TikTok, you go on Instagram where guys are like doing skits where like Dwight Howard is trying to take their cookies. And a lot of these skits are very vulnerable, like. They don't want to be dunked into the bed. That was one of the funniest ones. The dude was like, oh, you don't think I could dunk you to the bed? Show me how much of a fan you are. Don't look at the door. I could reach it from here. Let me dunk you in the bed. And he dunks the guy in the bed. And he's like, no, show me how much of a fan you are. He's like basically about to rape the dude. So even though a lot of people aren't vocal about, you know, like their opinions towards the case or whatever, a lot of people are vocal about, wow, like just the concept of this 6'11", 7'2", whatever, in shape, strong dude holding you down as another man. Like that's, you know, welcome to our world. That's what women feel like when you see big, scary dudes aggressively coming at you and you're like, yo, who the hell is going to help me with this big dude? You know what I'm saying? And other men be standing around laughing like, ha, 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 ha. When a woman is damn near getting assaulted or aggressively approached, right? So it was kind of interesting to see that a lot of men was taking that perspective of like, oh my God, I don't want no big dude taking my cookies and, and jumping down on me or whatever. So it was interesting, but not funny. And by in no means, shape, form, or fashion do I condone anyone being sexually assaulted, man, woman, dog or child no no one so um yeah so he has that ongoing case now a lot of people the nba a lot of people that were you know kind of on his side right helping him harass these people for ndas um basically helping keep his image clean they're like i got nothing dwight like this is crazy you you're definitely a predator you know, and um, I don't know if you're familiar with Kwame, Bar Kwame Brown Bust Life. I think that's the name of his podcast. But he's a former NBA player, literally like the same size, structure, build like Dwight Howard. And he's disgusted. He was like, yo, I don't like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not good that you out here taking cookies. <laughs> so a lot of people were looking at this like, yo, this makes sense. Is this why the NBA just don't want him? Like he's has a lot of stuff, you know, swirling around his name, a lot of weird controversies. Is this why? Now, in my opinion, I would say yes. I don't have any dog in the race, but I would say yes. Think about it. I'd, I and I don't know how the NBA feels about this, right? But me, Colleen, I wouldn't mind having an openly gay basketball player that's openly gay, got his relationship, whatever, but he's gay and he's nice with playing ball. He does his job. I wouldn't mind having that dude around 
the rest of the team versus a dude that everyone's like, will he, won't he, is he, is he not? We don't know what's going on. And then he got, you know, sexual potential assaults and aggressive behavior swirling around that person. This can be a problem for the rest of my players. I could be putting the rest of my players in, you know, in a vulnerable state. And if something happens to them, lawsuit for me. Right. But if you know what you're dealing with, right, which I say this all the time, if, hey, he's gay, he's openly gay. And if you ever been around openly gay men, they're pretty chill. They're pretty calm, cool, collected. They're not sexual predators like I need some booty you know what I'm saying like I've never seen that I I don't know how it is in jail or in other circles I'm just talking about the circles I've been in I don't see that you know so I don't care what your sexual preference is if you're just walking up grabbing people's private parts and licking out your tongue and talking sexual with every joke and d d this that you know I could I can put you in that predatorial side easily because it it's not easy it's not going to be a hard transition for you to go from joking about it to actually doing it because it's right there it's a thin veil between doing it and joking about it in my opinion so uh, I wouldn't be surprised but um that's not where it for me it takes a little bit of a left turn All right, so remember early in this episode, I talked about Royce Reed, who was a basketball, and I'm putting up the air quotes, wife, because they were never married, right? And depending on which circle you are in, some people would say that they weren't even in a relationship, allegedly. Some people say, yeah, they were in a relationship, but it was a down low relationship. Some people would say, nah, they were just fucking because he had another girlfriend, It just depends, right? But one thing that we can say, which is fact, they have like a 15-year-old son together. So despite the capacity of their relationship or whatever, the history, they did create a child together. That they both come together and agree, yes, this is our child. Right? So this little boy, and I'm not going to say his name just because out of respect for the family and out of respect for everything, but you can do your research. It's all over. So even though I'm going to still say allegedly, as we get into this crime, because this is the crime piece, um, it's a little sensitive because it involves children and yeah, so there we go. We're going to roll into it. So recently, within like the last couple of years, Royce Reed and Dwight Howard's son has been in the news for sexual assault as well on little boys. And it started around the age of 11 for for their son. He started doing this around age 11 and recently as last year and he's 15 as of last year he's done it again and you know it was reported so in the scheme of all of that um Royce Reed had to turn herself in and she was arrested for not keeping her son which the courts 
put this down as a requirement. This wasn't an option. Like he's not able to be around kids that are smaller than him, weaker than him, younger than him in any capacity because he's aggressive towards them. And then he makes them do sexually bad things. Right. So, yeah, he had to go through some type of counseling. You know, he's still in therapy behind it. And, um, you know, that's a lot that Royce is dealing with as well. Who seems to be oblivious about it is Dwight. He doesn't even seem like he's even acknowledging this kid at this point. And to me, I'm like, why? Could it be the non-acknowledgement because it's like looking in the mirror? You know, this is your kid. And, you know, that comes into that nature versus nurture, right? Because Royce... I would assume it would be the nurturing environment for that kid. Whereas his dad's DNA is the nature of that kid. And could it be the nature is stronger than the nurture? Right? Because what happened? And to me, I feel like whenever kids lash out like that, something happened to them. So who bothered and and messed with that little boy? That caused him to do this. That coupled with his hate for his father. (laughs) Think about that. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not saying and I'm not insinuating that, you know, Dwight did anything to his kid. But it also could be the lack of not doing stuff for your kid. And I'm not talking about buying them stuff and paying child support. I'm talking about being there for them. Maybe man him up. You know how in the beginning of this video I said he had another one of his sons and he had him on the bike and he was like, you know, work through or push through and manning him up. Maybe he needs to go grab that kid from Royce and do that, right? Or maybe not. Maybe that's where he got affected at, you know? Is that where something may have happened to him? That he thinks it's okay to come back and do it to other kids? Like where like where did it happen, right? Royce was forced to sign an NDA. So she speaks cryptically, in my opinion. I don't I'm I don't go down a rabbit hole and try to follow everyone's um commentary and keep up with it or whatever. Like if it pops up, it pops up. I'll watch it. But sometimes I'm like, man, I don't got time for this or whatever. But I feel like a part of her still, which as she uh, is understandable because she's been dealing with this man for 17 years at this point and it hasn't been pretty. Right. So maybe out of fear of that he might sue her, maybe out of fear of whatever type of retaliation that could possibly come about. She speaks cryptically. Like you can see she wants to give more detail about her ordeal with this man and her child. But. It's cryptic. I remember when she first was on Basketball Wives. I was like, she definitely gives me you like debutante, pretty girl, like, you know, nothing bad about her. But if you see her present day, she looks like a woman that's been through a lot. And she looks like a woman that's on the verge of stress and more stress. Right. And, um, sidebar real quick this is my sidebar this is not like an opinion this is not well it's my opinion but it's not 
in no way putting anyone down or anything like that. But then I thought about it, right? Because like I said, some people said they weren't in a relationship. Some people said that she was the download chick. Some people said that they were never in a relationship, you know, however it goes out. But um, it's one thing that's out there in, in different circles, depending on which media realm you're reading. It was said several times that the that Dwight Howard did not want her to have the baby, right? And she was kind of like, I'm having this kid. This is my kid. I'm having it. So I see she also, well, not she, but as now as time is going on, you're getting more stories. Also, because I guess as the kid is getting older, the repercussions of certain information coming out would not be as detrimental to his career. And then honestly, He's not even playing basketball anymore right now, Dwight Howard. So I don't know, or maybe the NDA expired. I don't know. But she's given up a little bit more information. And she said um, when she was pregnant and she had a baby shower, she put like, you know, Royce Reed and Dwight Howard's baby shower on the invitations or whatever. And he sued her for that. He said, I did not want my name on that baby shower. Take it off. He paid her money to get an abortion. Of course, she didn't. Um, he sued when the baby was born. He put the NDA on her. Like, I don't want people to even know I have a child with you type of thing. So all of those actions, you know, way before the baby was born were telltale signs, you know. And to me, it's like, I don't care what the situation is. We kind of all have an idea of what we're about to get ourselves into. Even if the writing is not fully on the wall, like if it's a lot of pushback, a lot of, you know, like what he was doing towards her, that would be like, mm, maybe I should abort this baby and have a baby with a man that wants to be with me and we're going to be married and raise this baby together. Maybe, you know, but, and I'm not saying this was Royce's thinking at all. But could it be, because the way society, quote unquote, is set up, could it be, it was like, hey, this is a payday, this is an up and coming basketball player, no wife, no kids, first baby, I'm getting everything, right? And the more he was forcing her to be like, no, 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 she was like, yes, 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 because I'm going to get your pockets. And then come to find out in reality, at one point in time, he sued her for $500,000 that she couldn't afford to pay, then he garnished her check. So at every turn, every twist, every curve, he tried to just tear Royce Reed down because I think he just didn't even want to be affiliated in that capacity of having a child. Now, since then, he has had five more children with four more women or five more women. I don't know. And um, some of the kids live with him. You know, he has custody of them. Like he's more involved. And I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, because if we go back to Stephen Harris, when he went to his house, allegedly that night and was confronted by him and Kitty and forced into the axe, he said that Dwight Howard's kids were there. They were home. They were sleeping in the bedroom kids in my opinion don't sleep all night they're gonna get up get some water go raid the fridge go use the bathroom even come looking for you mom i'm scared dad can i sleep with you you know what i'm saying so 
is no telling if a kid woke up and saw something, right? Even Royce's son, because she says that he's, you know, been around his dad and his other brothers and his siblings, and they quarantined together in 2020. So it's not like he's not in the kid's life, you know? So we don't know. But where was this kid exposed to that type of act to know what to do and then perform it on someone younger than them? And to know to get someone younger and weaken them makes me feel like someone bigger and stronger than him did it to him. Right. So it's crazy. And I really do send prayers out to Royce Reed and her son. And I do hope that they everything works out and they get the help that they need. But to me, in the bigger scheme of things, um, it still does lead back to Dwight Howard. My opinion, that's the father of this kid. And the fact that anything pertaining to this kid, he pushes it on Royce Reed. You never even see him with the kid. And off his own recognizance, like meaning it's not the kid's graduation and it's a picture of him and Royce in it. It's not the kid, you know, it's not like Royce is forcing this communication. I don't know if that's the case or not, but you don't really see him moving on his own with that kid. And to me, this is just my opinion. Allegedly, I feel like him looking at that kid. It's like him looking in the mirror and he is uncomfortable for him. But um, how tragic is that, that this kid been in the court system since 11 for this type of assaults on other children, okay? It's a bigger problem there. Who touched him? Coupled with the activities of his dad. Like, how did we get here? How did we get here? You know? And um, ladies, I'm just going to say to y'all, let these be cautionary tales, you know, because a lot of women want the rapper. A lot of women want the athlete. You know, I, my, my husband's a basketball player. My husband plays football. Oh, I'm going to be a basketball wife. I'm, you know, I'm at the NFL wives club, whatever. You all, we all want to be a part of something great and something successful. But, um... I kind of say like this, be um, careful and move with discernment and not everything that glitters is gold. Because if you look at Dwight Howard, shit, by my standards, he's a good looking guy, you know, tall. I'm tall. I'm 5'11". So a dude 6'11 is perfect. You know what I'm saying? Colossal 6'7". So just to put it in perspective, right? Women love tall men. So... He's on women's radar. He's, you know, basketball player. Every criteria that you could think of, this guy fit. And women were forcing squares into circles by forcing these relationships. Because guess what? He may have reached out to them. They may have reached out to him. I don't know the capacity of how their relationships start. But what I will say is... um. It seems like when these guys, like Mason, Elijah, and the other one, Steven, when they show their proof of, you know, their communications with Dwight Howard, allegedly, 
he looks very interested. Like he's he's leading the charge. He's initiate. What's up, sexy? What's up, this? What's up? He's initiating the charge with these people. So even though he says, "Yo, I'm not gay. I'm a little nasty," because that's one of the things that he said in one of the texts, etc. Yo, dude, it, it is gay behavior, and then also the pressureism that you put on the women. Like Royce and the other baby mothers, all his baby mothers are scared to speak out. They're under pressure. But these guys aren't. The gay men that, you know, he's doing bad too, they're not afraid to speak out. So it's a lot there. So all I have to say is a cautionary tale for women to just, you know, move with discernment. Everything that glitters ain't gold. And don't force any squares into circles because now you could be in situations like this where... Now, your kid, you're in court, you're going to jail, you're dealing with legal fees and legal issues because of your kid. Your kid has a direct, you know, nurture versus nature result and they get their their DNA from their dad, their, their whatever, you know what I'm saying? You can't tell me that Apple didn't fall far from the tree. That's just my opinion. No way, shape, form, or fashion am I bashing gay people. You know that's not the case. In this case, though, you can't tell me that wasn't a crime. Like, think about it, right? I think a lot of people are just taking it back because it happened to men. But put a woman in that case, right? A woman went to go see a dude, right? And then, you know, women don't get no type of empathy. But anyway, in some cases. But, um, you know, a woman goes see a dude. Then... He brings out another dude And then he's like Oh don't worry about it We're gonna have fun And she's like Hold on I didn't sign up for this I just came to see you For us to chill You ain't tell me You was gonna have Your homeboy here The homeboy starts doing Sexual acts to the girl You force the girl To take off her clothes Like if you just think about it In that capacity It sounds crazy right It's a crime But to hear that this happened to a man and it was two other men involved in the assault, it's crazier. It's so crazy that it's hard to wrap your head around it. I get it. But let's look at the real of it and let's look at the big picture. It was a crime. It was a crime. Allegedly, if it happened, it was a crime. And you can't tell me that one doesn't have to do with the other. Meaning that his son, you know, the, the stuff that his son has participated in or been exposed to, you can't tell me one doesn't have to do with the other, you know, so it's questionable. So either way, right, as of the time I recorded this episode, there hasn't been any updates, right? You could go online, you can go on YouTube, because what I try to do on my podcast is kind of give opinions in the middle, of the road. I don't have no horse in any race. So I don't want to never lean too far towards the left and never too far towards the right. But I like to bring some commonality and some under a neutral understanding in the middle. So hopefully myself and whoever's listening, we can get a better understanding and gain some clarity from the situation. So that's all I'm doing here. But what I um will say is that if you look at the bigger totality of everything, you cannot tell me one 
was not affected by the other. Do your research and tell me what you think. And also, am I being extreme? But I feel like women, this, this should be a cautionary tale to women overall. Because look at this dude that has five baby mothers, good looking guy, by all standards of society, the criteria is met. He's good looking, he's tall, dark, handsome, successful, everything is there. But deep down inside, it's obvious he's fighting his sexuality. And as a result of that, he's not going to present as the best person to society. You know, even recently there was an interview where the guy said, hey, man, let me ask you. Everyone wants to know, are you gay? And he was like, why is you, you know, like he got aggressive. It's none of your business. Boom, boom, boom. Listen, first of all, don't do any interviews because, you know, everyone is going to ask you that right now. Don't do any interviews. Then you cannot come around and say, who cares who I'm giving my wood to? Who cares who I'm sleeping with? You're right. No one cares about that. But just like I said early in this episode, and I described like, hey, imagine if a woman went there and these things that this, this, this guy described happened, we would say it was a crime, right? So yeah, we care because you put a person in a vulnerable state and, be, and they became a victim, at your hands of the action based on the actions you've taken. So that is cause for concern because we don't, you're right. We don't care what your sexual preference is, but you've been hiding it because you're clearly ashamed of it. You deny it. Then you force, you bully everyone else into NDAs and to signing stuff. So they won't talk about it, but then you're being a predator behind closed doors. That's make it make sense. Allegedly behind closed doors so make it make sense so you know um yeah like for example anything if you just address it head on you take the power away from it right so sometimes it's okay to be like yeah you know I, I fucked up that shit was messed up and I, I don't know what I was thinking I fucked that shit up guess what happens you take the power away from everyone else so they could be like yo clean fucked up clean fucked up but until I acknowledge it I'm, they got the power. But when I'm like, yeah, I fucked up. I, I'm going to take that out. Then it's like, well, damn. There's nothing else we could do because she accepted the L and that took the power away from us, right? So I feel like he could have done something to that effect and been like, yeah, I'm gay. Back in 2018. Or been like, Yo, I'm bisexual. I'm figuring out my life and I'm figuring out what I like and you should too. Well, you know what I'm saying? That type of thing. I think people would have been like, damn, this nigga ain't playing around. He, you know, he's gay. Okay, cool. And we'll have left it at that. But the um, unknowingness, the doubt around you, coupled with the weird sexual play banter that you had towards your teammates, coupled with these lawsuits, kind of red flag. The writing is on the wall. So not everything that glitters is gold. Don't try to rush out there and have everybody baby, honeys. You know, let me tell y'all that, ladies. Don't go rushing to have all these niggas babies because some of these dudes love going to jail. And you be thinking like, oh, they like that. My man a thug. My man, he, you know, my man, my man, he gangsta. He be shooting niggas. I've heard some dudes say, I like to go to jail because A, I don't, you get everything in there. I said, how you get everything in there? You get pussy or bussy. You get 
drugs and food and you don't got to pay no bills. That's a fucked up mentality, but people have it. And I've heard people say that. And so to some of these people, going to jail is cool. They're getting sex. They're getting food. They're getting money. And they're getting a place to stay rent free. If you think about it, not a bad deal, right? I mean, I'm being sarcastic because no, jail is not a good deal for anyone. But if you think about it, there are people out there that that come to that conclusion. And they'll do some crazy shit to go back in jail because they got a girlfriend slash boyfriend in there. And then you out here like, my man, my man, I love my dude. And he just he trying to get back inside to get back to Ronisha, a.k.a. Troy. <laughs> so move with discernment, you know, and don't force circles into squares or squares into circles. If someone shows you they don't rock with you, accept it. It could be hard. It can hurt. But fucking accept it. You won't have to deal with this years down the line, you know? Like, I've seen it a lot where a lot of girls be like, oh, I'm going to have this nigga, baby. He, and they, the guy clearly said, I don't want this kid. And they still go have the kid. They're struggling. They're dealing with stuff. The kid has behavioral issues because their father is not in their life. So many different repercussions. And they still turn back around and blame the father who told you he didn't want this kid. And you turned around and had the kid anyway. So now it's my fault. Now I'm wrong. When I told you how I felt and you didn't respect that, you know. So, yeah, I'm not justifying it. I'm not putting no, like, this is good for you, serve you right. Nothing, because that's not right but just move with discernment ladies because even though this was a case of a tale of sexual assault between all men no women once again we were the byproducts of it because well not us directly you know me directly but Royce Reed was a byproduct of it because her son got the short end of the stick out of the situation if you ask me you know what I'm saying so yeah, so move with discernment. Also, gay men, move with discernment as well. When you see, and that's for anyone, these celebrities are humans like the rest of us, right? And the only difference is behind closed doors, some people have way more money to have, to live out their fantasies, you know, or to have way more fun depending on how you're looking at it, right? So, yeah, you know, you might, you know how you got that rose, that sex toy that's circulating all over Instagram. You might be able to afford the rose, right? But a dude like Dwight Howard could afford a kitty. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So, and an NBDA, and a lawyer, and, you know, so much more stuff to have their fun. You know, you hear about all of these all men parties in Hollywood. You hear about these orgies. You hear about people going into the woods, doing sexual rituals. And this is all rich people, you know, people that are wealthy, you know. So that's another thing I say move with discernment because regular schmegler people from lower middle even upper middle class, you know, we all thrive to be rich. We all want to be famous and we all want to be carried away and whisked off our feet like by a Prince Charming. I get it. 
But some of these people have some really twisted, you know, fetishes or kinks, you know, and sometimes they just look at you as a, as a, as a means to an end, a means to, uh, orgasm or whatever, you know? So be, be careful and move with discernment because they might just be looking at you like you're just another thing to do, another obstacle to conquer. And you're sitting here hoping the dude marries you and whisk you off to never, never land, you know? And you see this more with rich people, with popular people, and definitely with famous people, you know? And the reason why I named like rich, popular, and famous, because you could be rich and not popular or famous. You could be popular, but not rich or famous. You could be famous and not rich or popular, right? So even though the, all three of those you would think go hand in hand, the point I'm trying to make is whatever power people think they will, they can potentially use it against you if they feel that you're not on their level or whatever, and you could become a victim. So just move with discernment. Some of these people out here, they ain't looking to wife you up, not looking to create a family. They're looking for a treat, a, a, a trick for the night, a treat, whatever you want to do. So just be careful because, you know, clearly a dude like, you know, Dwight Howard, he doesn't care. He has the money. He has the means. So he doesn't have to worry about people feeling away about him because he can make you sign an NDA, make your life live in hell, do whatever he want to do. Right. But now I think every, every dog has his day and he's getting his day right now. My opinion, is it okay? Is it suffice? Is it worthy? No, I'm not here to say that. I'm just saying like, it's a lot there. So when I saw this going on and I'm like, dude, why is he not playing for the NBA? I thought he was in the NBA. Then you look at the whole totality of everything. Like, okay, maybe, and you know, I don't have no facts on this. This is my opinion. Maybe the NBA was like, we don't want to deal with this. We don't want this lawsuit. We'll silently remove ourselves. Like I said in another episode, silently quitting, meaning that you don't even say nothing. You just slowly step away and involve yourself less until you are close to the exit and you exit stage left and then you know that whoever there is out there whatever they're, they're left to deal with it on their own and you're not part of it so um maybe the nba did that to him like they silently quitted on him because it wasn't a thing like he was kicked out for anything it's just no team picked him up all right so to me it sounds like a silent quit to me and then why didn't they pick him up well then now you see two three years later why right they didn't want to deal with that because they knew it was there and they didn't want to deal with it and then to circle back to his son you need to make sure that your son is getting the help he needs you know both of you are getting the help you need because that's that's twisted I don't know to me I just feel like that does not help his case out that his son has a similar case in juvenile court. So I don't know. I'm not going to go off the deep end or whatever. But ladies, I will tell you this. There are a lot of down low men out there. There are a lot of men. And not only ladies. Men too. That love men. This is for y'all. <laughs> it's a lot of men out there that don't want to fess up to what they like it could be because of emotions it could be just the way they were raised it could be society at large but they might love you but they can't 
admit that. They might want to be with you, but they're ashamed because of how society would make them feel, you know? So you too have to move with discernment. Gay men, women, don't mess with nobody that cannot claim you publicly. Don't mess with no one that can't, like whatever y'all do in the dark. And I'm not saying do whatever y'all do in the dark, do it in the light. I'm not saying that. But if we could do something in the dark, you should be able to walk with me in the light. And we have to make that discernment. Stop accepting that, you know, because we'll have less Dwight Howards. We'll have less, you know, people putting in cases, you know, overall, we'll have less tormented children or children with a lot of mental issues because they came in on an imbalance with parents not agreeing or whatever. We have less. We'll just have less of negative shit in society. Because we'll be moving with discernment. And then when you move with discernment, that means you're going to make a educated, researched decision about whatever action you take. Right. So I leave it at that. But um, be careful, y'all. Just be careful out there. You know, like I'm not going to never say this is right. This is wrong. But uh, if you're living in your truth, it's yours. You know, someone may not agree with it. But I know a person like me, I'm never going to say I don't agree with something, but I might not see the logic like for me in your situation, but I always try to understand your situation. Like, hey, that works for them. I get it. That wouldn't work for me, but I could see where it's working for you. Right. So definitely be like that. Um, Don't force any squares into circles y'all that's all i can say about that and um the only song because you know i always end the episode with a song and this urban crime series is no different the only difference is that howard dwight howard is not a rapper or singer so there's no song that i can put up there for him or by him but the song that's in my head and i think in a weird way this is also a very relative or relevant song r kelly the down low remix come on now y'all come on now that that was obvious you knew i was gonna do that and i know some of y'all might be like why r kelly why did it listen r kelly's in jail he's serving his time he's jacked up money's done his his royalties his music has been stripped from him He doesn't even get paid anymore. I don't know what else y'all want from R. Kelly. You know what I'm saying? I'm not sitting here saying that he doesn't deserve this or he does deserve this. I'm not, you know, but I will say this. There are people out there that has done some way worse shit. They need to be in there with him too. The handlers, the enablers, the managers, the niggas was passing notes with the phone numbers and the security guards who moved the bed into the studio. I digress. That's a whole nother episode. But they need to be in there right in there with him. But me, every now and then, I play R. Kelly. And this today ain't no different. So I'm going to play R. Kelly down low because if you listen to the lyrics, it goes both ways. <laughs> Pun intended. It can go for a man or a woman, especially in 2023. But um, you know the motto. You know the rules. I'm not going to leave here without saying what I say. Is She Can Talk the Podcast. I am your host, Colleen. And if you like this episode, please tell a friend. However, if you did not like the episode, I encourage you to tell a friend. Because it doesn't hurt either way, right? And go ahead and love on yourself. 
before you try and love on me or anyone else because you can't do that if you don't love you. And move with discernment, especially after talking about this episode and just the stuff or whatever. Let's move with discernment, y'all, about who we fall in love with, who we spend our time with, who we procreate with, who we go and have sneaky links with. Because not everyone cares about everyone and not everyone keeps the human factor and human nature in mind when it comes to other people. All right. So until next time, from my mouth to your ears, I love you. Y'all stay blessed out there. Stay safe. And until next time, peace.
fool around again Yes it does Tell them 